Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Real Rant, the place where we like to rant about the real stuff. My name is Brendan McGee, and I'm your host. So I have another real interview for you today, and and this one truly is a real interview. If you are a listener of the show, you probably already know that I'm a big fan of talking about mental health and mental well-being interwoven with the conversations that we have in regards to film and entertainment and, uh, you know, our personal stories and life journeys and all that jazz. And back in March of this past year, um, I had kind of come to the conclusion that uh, I was going bald. <laughs> I mean, I had known it kind of beforehand, but I figured, hey, you know what, I, I think let's just embrace it now, you know? And, um, and in that, you know, embracing of the, that fact, I came across a YouTube channel by Bald Cafe. And um, I found that it offered a community to a lot of people who were kind of going through that process of going bald or, um, you know, having to shave their heads and, 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 and all that jazz, you know, the feelings of what that's like. And because it is a lot. And I don't think a lot of people know that. And Harry James, the creator of the channel offered that community opened up that conversation for a lot of people like me and um i felt like you know i really wanted to talk to this guy and um so we sat down and we had an amazing conversation and um yeah i i don't know what else to say we get into a lot of stuff in this one and i can't help but feel that i feel like you should just listen to it yourself he's got quite the journey um to where he got to you know go ahead and make this uh make this terrific channel. But before we roll over to that conversation, I just want to let everybody know that you can follow us on Twitter at the Real Rant Pod, or you can follow us on Instagram at the Real Rant, all one word, or send me an email at the Real Rant Podcast at gmail.com. If you're a fan, filmmaker, or a creator, or someone who works in front of or behind the camera, I'd love to hear from you. Maybe we can connect in some sort of way. Maybe have you on the show. I don't know. It sounds like fun. All right, and with that, here is Harry James from the Bald Cafe. Harry, I gotta say, man. Uh, first of all, right off the bat, happy belated birthday! Thank um, you. Yes, the big three zero. Yeah, what's it like? What's it feel like? You know what? It, it actually feels good. Like I'm excited about it. I think looking back between twenty and thirty, I feel like I did. I did. I did bits. You know, I, I mm-hmm. did things. Uh, I did quite a lot of things. A lot of experience, experiences, and I see it as like those years were preparing for my. 30 to 40 where i'm just kind of kind of refine it down a little bit more but yeah if there's people who are in that age you know 20 to 30 i really think it's okay don't take things too seriously i i got caught up in all that stuff you know i i buried my heads into like all sort of sort of self-help genres and things like that and although they kind of gave me a lot of ideas I also put a lot of pressure on myself of like, I've got yeah, to get yeah. this figured out. I've got to have it figured out by 30. I think everyone thinks like that at some point, don't they? Oh, yeah. by 30, I need to be in a career or I need to make sure I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I've never been less unsure of what I'm going to be doing in five years uh, yeah. than ever before. And it feels exciting. You know, it feels exciting when I kind of thought I had it all figured out. Yeah. I wasn't excited about that. So yeah, don't beat yourself up. Enjoy it get some experience in all different fields and then 30 to 40 I'm ready to kind of hone in on some things 
Yeah, I was. Uh, it was kind of funny the other day. I was talking to my fiance, and she was saying that uh, I was like, you know, I'm kind of excited about thirty. I'm. I'll be 27 in like uh, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, t- two weeks. I think on the 14th. So in like two weeks or something. Um, so I, I was talking about it the other day and I was just like, yeah, I'm almost like 30. I feel, I feel pretty good about it. Like, I don't know. I've done the school thing. I'm kind of, you know, I need to figure, you know, I figure out what's next, but also like who cares at the same time. I'm very nonchalant about it. I think yeah. my big, I think my biggest step was just to, you know, find a new, find a new place for me. You know what I yeah. mean? In life. And I don't know. I think I found it in the uk so yeah so you've so you've uprooted from canada you said you're right and, and yeah yeah, the UK. yeah yeah when did you arrive in the uk right in the smack dab right before uh right before christmas right after your guys's uh second lockdown second lockdown right so yeah. uh, december 15th i landed in heathrow and then hopped on a plane up to newcastle so cool um but yeah and i love it up here man it's great <laughs> I, I, I've been wanting to have this conversation with you for, I think, a while now. Um, well, first of all, I wouldn't have even thought to you know talk to you if I hadn't gone bomb myself. So yeah. genetics have brought us together in some sort of way. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Destiny. Um, yeah, exactly. So I, I think um, I wanted to talk to you, I think, in part because, first of all, you – you rock a bald head, man. You look good. Thank you. You Thank got you. yeah. <laughs> and um and I and I think I can speak for a lot of other people out there um, because I know people personally that I've spoken to that I was like uh, like the other day I was talking to a friend I said hey uh, I was just telling him you know the roster of people I'm having on this season uh, on the podcast and I and I just said yeah the bald cafe and he's like no shit and he's in Australia yeah and and uh, I was like. I was like, yeah, I'm uh, talking to the guy from the Bald Cafe. And he's like, no way, man. I was like, yeah. I, I just messaged him. I said, do you want to come on the show? He's like, yeah. And and uh, he was like, oh, he was the guy that uh, told me to get the Remington shaver or whatever. Oh, I was awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he, so uh, you're well known, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And I think I think it's important to have you know people like you on. It's a little bit different than you know what I usually have. But I like having creators on and talking to them and see where they come from. But I don't know, man. Um, I guess I kind of wanted to ask, uh, you know, before the bald cafe, we'll get into that. Where, yeah. did, where did all this kind of start for you? Not ju- not the balding part, but your creative, yeah, your creative drive. You know, it's it's really interesting. If it's a good question, because I I've thought about it loosely. You know how mm-hmm. how did this happen? How did this? How did I end up in this space? Uh, it feels you know straight off the bat though. It feels right. I love it. Like I've never been so dedicated to to anything ever um i don't know i don't know exactly why like i I, i've said before it's because it feels good um you know being able to help people and that is definitely one reason um but then i don't want it to i'm not trying to be this like i need to save everybody that's not what it's about i genuinely just enjoy it like um literally yesterday i just got got my camera I had a topic I wanted to talk about. I headed out into the forest, which is pretty much the only place we can go at the moment where you're not yeah. going to, you know, be around people. We'll and talk just, about that. Yeah. yeah and, and I just talked, you know, I have my coffee, which I, is just something I do. Um, mm. It's, you know, I mean, it's come together with the channel beautifully, obviously, but, mm. and I just get there and I get talking, I get so passionate about it. And I even said in the video, like, oh, I need to, uh, you know, forgive me if I get off thought, you know, get um, my words mixed up or I start talking about one thing and something else because, I'm genuinely that passionate about it and yep. I'll just, you know, it's hard to like organize it. I don't script it a lot of the times. It just comes, comes from the heart, you know, as cliche yep. as that sounds. But yep. all I can imagine is 
I was always quite confident, like growing up, I was always quite confident in terms of public speaking and things like that. You know, I, I wasn't necessarily shy in, you know, I don't know, putting your hand up in class or when we had presentations, like I would be like, yep, yeah, I'll go first. You and I me was both, just qu- man. Yeah, I was just quite confident in what I was doing, I guess. Um, you know, or what I had done, especially things that I worked like hard on and whatnot or enjoyed. And so I guess there was always that underlying element of, um, yeah, I guess being in, in, in like a, in the public, right? Not, yeah. not that I wanted fame or anything. I just felt comfortable there. And um, I, I mean, I don't know how deep you want me to go, but even oh, to man, the point, give it to me. Even to the point <laughs> where um, my my first career that I wanted to do was um, I actually wanted to join the police, right? I don't okay. know where that came from necessarily. This is I got this. My how mom old wanted, were you? Well, back then I was about 20 years old. That was when I was in university. And um, before university, I decided I want to join the police. I said, you know, to get promoted, it helps if you've, if you've been to college, if you've been to university. So yep. I picked a topic that I, I found relatively interesting, which was science. I studied biology. I said, yeah, I'll do that as my plan B, <laughs> you know, yeah, 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 as, yeah, as a lot of people do. And um, yeah, and I, and I went off to uni and when I was in uni, I actually joined, it's a stupid name, but what they call the special constabulary or mm-hmm. as old timers would call it a hobby bobby. But you're a policeman, <laughs> you know, you're, yeah. you are a police officer. You get sworn in, everything like that. 20 years old, I think I was when I first joined. It blows my mind that they let people do it, but they do. And um, yeah, I was I was studying and I was doing about two, two shifts a week uh, as a police officer. And the reason why I'm saying that is because obviously that was, again, you know, you're in front of the public. I mean, a tw- you know, 20 year old guy and you've got to like, you know, I don't know, everything. You do crowd control and arresting, you know, people that have robbed places. And you have to have a certain element of being confident and comfortable to, to, to do that, you know. So I always had something like that. And and anyway, I, I moved to China. I got a job after university. What? What? Yeah, was okay. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I got a job after university because I couldn't join the police. I applied and I had to wait. Uh, about th- I think I had to wait three years because they weren't recruiting. Right? They weren't oh, okay. recruiting at all in the part um, of the the part no of the country at that all you're... at all. This was when oh. the governments went. They switched. Right? It had been Labour and the Conservatives came in. They said, okay. right, Labour been spending... I don't want to bore people with this. You can edit it if you no, need to. No, 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 man. Give it to me. I Lab- need the history. <laughs> yeah, Labour had been spending too much money, basically. We need to cut the public spending. So they sacked about 30,000 police officers. They cut it right down and they're like, right, we're freezing recruitment for the next three years. So I was like, right, okay, now what do I do? I tried to join the army. So I actually applied to be an officer um, in the army, join the Royal Artillery, I got through to that stage and I actually got medically discharged because of a tiny little bit of like eczema I had on my hand. They're quite strict on that sort of thing because what the hell? I guess they just can't take any chances. You wouldn't think they'd be so strict, but they say, <laughs> hey, if you're out there and that flares up, that's going to hinder you. So sorry. So they said you have to wait two years to be clear of all of that and then come back. So there I am in a I was working in a stem cell lab like a stem cell place with okay. my degree I obviously managed to get a job in that it wasn't what was your well. degree what was your degree? biology biology okay, yeah. biological sciences it was called yeah okay yeah yeah so I got this job in this um stem cell place next to a hospital it wasn't what I wanted to do but it was just a job that I could get and I was you know falling back on the whole plan b thing right and um dude I I hated it I really hated it like it was so 
just the uh, such a grind like i used to run there um because i could run there in about half an hour um in on a bit of a fitness kick and i remember they had a shower there because you had to shower in and stuff because you have to be super clean with what you're doing medical and that and i would just stand in the shower for like 20 minutes just like oh i hate this i don't want to go in and i'd be late and that wasn't me you know i felt bad during that time because i wasn't really i was usually quite passionate about what i was doing but i just couldn't stand the nine to five grind and i'd been there for about three or four months and every day i was on you know indeed.com right the job website Mm -hmm. every day just refreshing these job boards like please like get me out of here I, i I don't want to do my dreams of joining the police and that were were massively on hold. You know, I'm fresh out of university, young, hungry. I want to get going. I want to start doing things for sure. And it was just like, no, you can't do that. And nothing inspired me. Like all the stuff on the, on the, these jobs borders, like, oh, I mean, where do I, it was, you know, and, and forgive me if there's someone who does actually do these jobs, but just, I don't know, just, it's like they make it up like marketing assistant, not even marketing, like, uh, administrative assistant to such and such and do you know I'm what i mean going, just, i'm going i'm going through that right oh, now man. dude i i feel for you like just just things of that for like rubbish money they want all mm. the experience in the world and um it yeah just month after month looking at these job websites to even to the point where the it guy said to me he was like yeah we we like we monitor what you guys are like doing on online and i see you're spending like five hours of your eight hour days just on job boards and i was like uh <laughs> yeah sorry about that um and there was this other other job forum and it said go to china you teach english in china i'd never thought about it before yeah yeah and um and i knew i had a couple of friends who um dude we're really getting into the detail here but oh dude hey man give it to me i want it all i had a couple of friends who had like i don't know older sisters that had done that sort of thing yeah yeah and um i knew nothing about china really um but strangely we have like a bit of a family history of the men had been there for one reason or another whether it was you know military or navy or business things like that um like all the men and i didn't know this at the time so it kind of you know a bit weird right yeah yeah um but yeah so i was like you know what none of the stuff is is jumping out to me this could be relatively exciting i was um I was in a relationship and that had ended um, quite close to that time as well. And I was just like, I've got nothing tying Get me it here. out. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, I've got Feel nothing that. holding me here. Like nothing is exciting. I hate this job. I was like, just go for it. I was like, I don't even know if this is a scam. I don't even know if this is going to be legit. But you know what? I don't even care. Like I'm just yeah. going to go for it. Just going to wing it. Yeah. Now, and, but I don't yeah. mean to stop you here, but before that... Uh, did you ever consider something like that, pursuing, I guess, something somewhere else that wasn't like back in the UK? The only other time I thought about that was uh, a bit, had a bit of a dream of moving to Australia when I was about 16, 17. I had, Everybody does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially a lot of people in, in England, you know. Yep, yep. This, again, it was this like, you know, foreign land with great weather and interesting people and yeah, yeah. animals and that sort of thing, you know. But, I mean, dude, this is weird, but... Yeah, I, I chose to rather than I'd actually I actually saved up about three grand, three thousand mm. pounds, and I was like, when I'm eighteen, I'm just going to take that and I'm going to go. And uh, again, it was this. I whole, had the exact like, same plan, man. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. this whole narrative of I need to go to college and I need to mm-hmm. do all this and I should be doing that. The whole status quo, and I'm not knocking that because that stuff 
got me to where I am today, yep. you know? So I don't regret going to university. I don't regret any of that. But if I knew what I knew now, I probably just would have taken the chance, you know? Mm. Um, but anyway. You're literally telling my story too. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> cool. Like, that's exactly the same thing. I, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I, I wanted to go to Australia when I was young and I was just like, I should go. And, you know, I, I think I remember I was like at 21, I was like, I'm going to go to Australia or something like that. And then, um, and uh, like I was fin- I was going to finish like my first degree or something like that. And my um, and I just my relationship had just ended, too. And I was just like, oh, I got nothing here, blah, blah, blah. You know? Yeah. So I'd never really thought about it properly before. Never had anything to do with, with China or, or any sort of, you know, in places in Asia. And um, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to wing it. So I, I was like, didn't know if it was really legit or what. Yeah, I sent yeah. off an application form and literally the next day maybe even that afternoon it was like a recruitment company like a middleman you know yeah, yeah. um so you got the schools in china contact these people and they put out you know um advertisements to get people like me and they kind of put the whole thing together and get a cut i think they get paid like one month salary if i go to the school and sign a contract things like that yeah, yeah. um anyway so i did it and they were enthusiastic you know mm. obviously they're trying to recruit people i know that now but they're enthusiastic and i liked the energy you know i was like okay mm. this is what i've been missing so i still wasn't actually serious about doing it even to the point where you know you have to do like an online course and things like that get a bit of you know get accredited and stuff yeah, nothing yeah. heavy but a few certificates and um i was even doing that and i'd spent i don't know 100 pounds on it or something and i thought I don't think I'm actually going to go, but I'll do this anyway. <laughs> and I and I finished the course and the guy's literally saying to me like, okay, I set you up a few interviews. I did the interviews and I was still like, am I really going to move to China? I know no one. I know nothing about it. You know, um, at the time I had a little bit of like debt, nothing crazy, but like just in my overdraft, I think English people will know what that is. You know, I think I was yeah, yeah. a couple of grand into that or something. I'm not ashamed yeah. to say, you know, in uni, even with working a job while I was at uni. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just like, just do it. I was like, you know, I spoke to a couple of my friends and they were like, yeah, man, like nothing's going on here. Like you're just waiting around for what? I said, Dude, you know I what? swear to God, I swear to God, we're like, same thing. Yeah. Same. Like my friends, exact same thing yeah. before I came here. I was just like, we're not doing anything, man. Go. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, and um, yeah, literally I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I, I just, they sent it over to me. I signed the contract and then I started getting excited and I handed my notice in at that job and I cut it super fine. Cause they were like, when can you come? When can you come? And uh, I just think, you know, I worked my notice out. I told my buddy, listen, man, I got to move out of our flat. We'd only been in there a year, you know, really mm. nice place. Yeah. And I was like, I've just got to do this. And he was like, just go for it. And originally I thought, you know what, I'll go. I was like, what's the worst that can happen? Exactly. Um, I was like, if I go and I hate it, I'll just come back. Just come And home. it's yeah, okay. Yeah. I haven't yeah. lost anything. You know, I'll go. And if it sucks or if it's weird or if it's a con, you know, uh, then I'll just get on a plane and come home. For sure. And uh, it was the complete opposite. You know, I mm-hmm. went there and it was exciting. Everything was new. You know, all the sights, all the smells. And the job was real fun when I first went out there. And I met some, like, interesting people, uh, you know, my colleagues and that. Not like, oh, you're my best friend forever. But just, you know, they had interesting stories to tell. And I was just like, wow, like, what I've... I'm so glad I did it. And one year turned into two years and I bought a dog that's laying next to me now. And, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was just like, yeah, I was just 
I could progress there, you know. So mm-hmm. I was always hungry for that, and and I was always looking for that. You're here, a fish I, out of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you every, thrive on that, though. Yeah, right? like yeah. what I'm getting. Like you thrive on that. Everything was new, to, and there was things yeah, to yeah. learn. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I was yeah. getting better at things, and I was I began to learn the language, and I and I was doing that for the first time ever, and ever. And I'd never been um, enthusiastic. I'd never been as enthusiastic. Uh, as I was when I went out there and I, it was really inspiring. And where were you in uh, China? So I was in Southwest China, basically uh, the province is Chongqing. It's about 30 million people. I, I, it's pretty much in the middle, but yeah, they mm. say Southwest China. It's really hot. Um, the other place I was considering going was borders, North Korea. So um, that would have been like minus 30, if not more in the winter. Yeah. I was like, I can't do that. You, I get, en- for- you get enough of that back yeah. home. <laughs> I was like, for half the year, I just can't do that. So I yeah. chose the complete opposite extreme, which is super hot. But yeah, it was it was fantastic. Like It was very, what I say, it was very interesting. Obviously, there's parts of it that are difficult to adapt to. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like that anyway, you know, especially somewhere where it's just so different culturally, uh, the food, just things like that. You know, everything is done dif- differently. Mm-hmm. Um but it's just some some great experiences. Some there's some really just interesting and, and good people there, you know. Yeah. So um, it was great, and I don't know if you want me to start talking about the whole bowl cafe thing here, but I think there's a bit I missed out just just really quickly on, you, you know, like did you always think about doing this sort of thing? So being a foreigner, you get asked sometimes to do like various TV appearances and things like appearances yep. and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So. I was actually in this movie, like I'd been there about a year and, and I was asked to be in this movie that was, the movie was based on the town I was living in, some like Russian um, war hero, I think it was, that had like helped fight the Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah. True story. But um, they had this movie on it and I basically just asked to play, I was just some Russian guy who had come over to, to see some kind of like ceremony and I, I didn't say anything, I didn't do anything, but I was I was in it, right? And it was so cool. Like, I loved it. And and then <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be an actor. This is my thing. I was like, I'm, I want to be an actor. So I bought all these books and I went really like gung-ho on this acting stuff, you know. And I was, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make it happen, but I want to do it. And I was looking at places to study acting and things like that. I just enjoyed it so much. And I got asked to do a couple more things. Um, and this is what this is when I had hair, coincidentally. And um, I was just really like, I'm going to do that. And people to the point where people were telling me like, don't be ridiculous. And I was like, uh, just you wait, like I will show you, I'm going to do it like probably, you know, properly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's interesting because not that I'm acting now, but you know, it's, it's like, I make videos, I make content. I put myself out there. I'm on people's screens. Um, and, and, and it's, again, that's not why I kind of, Oh, I want to do bowl cafe. Cause it's like acting, but yeah, what, yeah it kind of fits this narrative of I always just had like, you know, I didn't study drama or anything like that or, or I don't know, creative arts things, but I just had something like that about that in my personality. You know, Mm -hmm. I just, there was always something like that. I just enjoyed those things. Well, it probably fits in with the fact that you can, you know, you feel comfortable in front of an audience. Yeah. Yeah. And on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Public speaking and all that jazz. Yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, I don't know if you want to pick on anything like that, but I'll just touch, you know, quickly, I won't go on to too much detail about the Bowl Cafe just yet, but my hair started going, right, when I was out there. I was working, 
so my job the teaching job got i was always with the same same school yeah, yeah. and i you know it was like i got promoted to like you know i was a manager and then i went to a, a new i went to the chongqing city of mm-hmm. you know where it's like hustle bustle right in the cbd mm-hmm. excuse me to open a new school and that was a lot of responsibility a lot of pressure and i really um i think because this they were the first people that i went to when i went to china i just had quite a i always felt like i owed them my best work you know so you know i really like i was i was really stressing out about it this new school you know a lot of people there were new they didn't really know what they were doing and things like that or at least i felt like we could have you know been doing a lot better all the time and i kind of put a lot of that pressure on myself mm-hmm. and i think that combined with i was studying so i was going to university at the same time so i would work in the more i uh, sorry i would university in the mornings like eight till 12 i'd have like a couple hours off and usually go to the gym then and then i would go to go to work in the evenings um so i was doing a lot i was doing a lot and i don't want to say that's what exactly why my hair fell out um it was always genetically you know predisposed it was gonna happen yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. i do think that that probably kick-started it a little bit sooner you know yeah, yeah um just talking about china and things like that where i am here in the uk is very like kind of countryside and it's super quiet at night and it's relatively dark you know yeah yeah where i was in Chongqing for three years it was just constant like light mm-hmm. noise people um and and some people love that they live yeah, off yeah. that they throw that like energizes them but i could never switch off from it and that is something i always always struggled with you know i had to buy like earplugs and i had to be I don't know, always have like white noise on the go. Otherwise I just couldn't sleep and I would get waken up, woken up all the time by the, cause you know, there was like three schools just nearby me and seven o'clock in the morning, all of their bells and music comes on and everyone's running yeah. around. And man, that was, that was tough. That was really tough. I struggled with that a lot. Um, and I just think all of those things combined brought it on, right. Brought mm-hmm. it on. But I guess what I was going to say is like, um, you you despite the fact that like all that stuff was you know happening and things like that like your you know the stress and all that stuff mm. you did you did have good things happen over there in regards yeah to, yep you met your your I partner met my wife. Now, yeah, yeah 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 um but yeah so like i i think it's like we have a very from what i'm hearing we have a very 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 similar fucking story like That's cool. <laughs> like uh you know it's pretty much the same thing you know and this is part of the reason why i wanted to have you on the show is because I, I could sense that you and I had a lot in common in relation to, you know, probably what was going through our heads when something like this happens to somebody, you know, you know, how old were you when you started, when it started, when you started to notice that you're bald? When, when I first noticed, I was just at the end of being like 25, 25, Whoa, 26. Okay. Yeah. So you, you got it later. I got yeah, it. Yeah. I got it like, uh, mine was right after high school, like right. immedi- yeah. immediately after high school for me, I noticed it. But what I will say is I've got an interview with my dad that I did um, on my on my YouTube channel, one of the really, really early videos. And mm-hmm. um, there was a time when I was about 15, 16, still living mm-hmm. at home. And I noticed that there was a lot of hair. Like every time I washed my hair, there was a lot of hair like in the, the like plug hole, right? Mm-hmm. And I even went to the lady that cut my hair and I said, oh, I'm worried about it. Like I, I, am I losing my hair? Like there's a yeah, lot yeah. of hair there. She said, no, no, it's fine. It's like you lose a hundred strands They tell a day. you that. They yeah, tell you that. It's fine. Your you hair's that. really thick. <laughs> and um, it was only after all this happened that my dad admitted to me. He said, yeah, well, I noticed that too. 
but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to mm-hmm. freak you out. So he was like, yeah, me and me, your mum noticed that every time you'd have a shower, there was loads of hair in the in there. So I think it could have started really early, but just yeah. really, really gradually, you know, like really, really steadily. And then when that, sorry, when that stress hit, boom, like it really ramped up, you know? Can I ask, uh, you know, are your, because I get the sense that like you have, you have this bravado about you that kind of insists on um, being open and wanting to talk and be, mm, talk mm. about men's health and yeah, yeah. you know, all, the, all that jazz, right? And definitely, I gotta, I gotta ask, like when you were younger, did your parents or your, I mean, let alone your father, you know, or mother, did they supplement um, talking, like, did they help, did they talk to you about like growing up and talking about no, men's no, health and things like never, that. No. Never, okay. never, never. And I think that is why I'm passionate about it now because yeah, yeah. I think that was a mistake. You know, we'd never been, I hadn't been brought up like that. In, mm. in fact, the, um, I, I do find it, I find it difficult to talk about those things now, even like yep. there's been a couple of times on the channel, um, even that the video I, I recorded about being open I started to dive a bit more into the whole like job situation now and the stress and things. And I can feel myself choking up like when mm-hmm. I start talking about that thing. And I, I talked about the time when I first opened up to someone about me feeling like shit about my hair falling out and yeah. just feeling, I just felt pathetic. I felt pathetic. I felt, I didn't feel like a man. I didn't mm. feel like myself. I was like, I'm confident. Why am I letting this affect me so much? Right. And even just thinking back to how that friend was there, I mean, even now, dude, it's like it it mm-hmm. cuts me up a little bit because, and I think that's a result of not not being open throughout my life and and kind of mm-hmm. just like not talking about that stuff. It will, I think, that will always be difficult for me. I think it's difficult difficult for a lot of people, but just I was just talking about how like kind that that friend was just to listen, and I was pushing back. You know, they were saying to me like dude, it's going to be fine. I was like, no, no, it's going to look horrible. Like all the guys, like a lot of guys do on my YouTube channel. That's why I never, I don't attack them. I don't hate on them. I get it. I've been there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, to the point where even in that video, just just like recalling those emotions, you know, I can feel myself like welling up because yeah, it yeah. was powerful stuff. And I'd not really, I didn't know how to, I guess, get it out there and talk about it. So that's yeah. always not been a thing for me, which is why I encourage people to do it now, like as mm-hmm. difficult as it is. And um, the the reason why I sorry mentioned that interview with my dad as well, and it's interesting that you asked me that question because literally as I was describing that moment, I recalled that. Yeah, that was really difficult for me to do that to ask him those personal questions because never we'd never talked about that before. Yeah, I'd never I so. yeah. admitted to him like, yeah, when my hair was falling out, I felt so terrible. That during that period of time when my hair and this is no like you know, um, discredit to him or anything yeah no for sure yeah i i wouldn't be anywhere without him but yeah yeah the um it's just interesting and i think that's only a result of probably of how he was brought up as well Mm -hmm. you know like that that's how it kind of plays out and i just think um the sorry i just lost my train of thought but i was just talking about in that interview yeah asking those questions and 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 i felt uncomfortable and the only time we kind of touched on it when my hair was going I remember that day just before I reached out to that friend, I messaged my dad and I said, how I literally, I didn't say, Oh, my hair's falling out. I just said, when you were going bold, like, how did you deal with it? And he literally said like, well, there's nothing I could really do about it. So I just had to get on with it. And that was it. I didn't go in. I didn't ask any more. I didn't, 
and nothing and yeah. i was like okay i think i'm gonna go just go somewhere else to like kind of open up you know yeah i just didn't feel comfortable i didn't feel comfortable like admitting those weaknesses i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't and i think that would at least not to not to certain people and not to yeah. my parents you know and um i only did for to that friend for some reason i'm not sure why i think that's a credit to, to her at the time and i mentioned that in that video um but that i uh accredit that conversation with her as a massive part of me being able to get over that and 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 get over those feelings and move past it because it allowed me an opportunity to just get it out there get it off my chest Mm -hmm. before that i was all in my head i was just constantly worrying about it stressing about it my girlfriend who's my wife now i couldn't really explain properly to her like just how it was making me feel yeah, um, yeah. And, and don't get me wrong I'm not I don't want to say like oh I was clinically depressed and I couldn't function it wasn't like that at all but those were all new like really negative emotions for me that I'd mm-hmm. never experienced really mm-hmm. uh, and I'm very lucky for that but it was just so mind-blowing how that whole thing knocked my confidence so much you know I like I said before I was always I didn't care about being in front of people or anything like that to go from that to like someone would laugh in my university class and I would automatically assume they were laughing at me or they're looking at me and they're looking at my hair falling out. Social you know? anxiety, man. Social Dude. anxiety. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, um, I was going to say the reason why I, you know, it, it, it's interesting. Like I find, cause I grew up in a completely different environment and I think okay. that's why, uh, my dad was, a my dad was a psychologist right. and, okay. um, so I grew up with, you know, talking about your feelings. Yeah. Quite someone a bit. who was trained. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, he's a good dad. I I love him to death. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I think the reason why I ask, and it's part of the reason why I think I wanted to have you on the show too, is because I think your show is really important to a lot of guys that don't. I'm not saying this is again like what you had said. It's no discredit to your dad. It's just the product of the the life that they grew up in, right? They yeah, yeah. Didn't talk about you know their feelings and shit. No. You know, and I I think it's super important to you know for men especially to talk about how they feel. And yeah. and where they come from, because a lot of my relationships growing up could have been a hundred times better if I felt like I could talk about a rock and what that meant to me emotionally. <laughs> I'm yeah. just using that as a metaphor. But like, you know, what I mean, like if you go out with the lads and you're walking down the street and you see something that, you know, reminds you of something, you can't say anything like that's touchy feely because, you know, you're going to get, you know, you get jabbed at. Right. You know, yeah. and yeah. and that and that hurts. Right. So. I think that's why your channel is so important because I know there's a lot of guys that have been on your show because I've seen them um, that don't have that place and don't yeah. have that that you know that emotional um, that um, that ability to feel like they can open up. Yeah. Um, whether or not someone will listen, you know, I watched I watched that whole video that you put out uh, two days ago. Great, thank or you. Or days yeah. and um, and I could you know I can understand why a lot of people are like you know didn't you know, didn't know what to do because I, I noticed, I noticed, I, I think there's like, there's two types of people when they bald, there's the types of people that notice they're balding when it's like almost a little bit progressed to a point where you don't know what to do anymore. And then mm-hmm. you're like, you look in the mirror and you're kind of like, what the hell? And then there's the people that notice it right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was one of the guys that noticed it right away. Um, so that, I think that's why it was a little bit easier for me, but yeah. we're not here to talk about me, but, um, but yeah, I, I think your channel is important because I think there are a lot of guys out there that that have had dads and their dads and their dads before them, this, this conversation about how we feel in our day to day and our mental health isn't talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's, 
we live in a world now where we have spaces where we can talk about these things. Um, I just want to say that, you know, it's that element of Bowl Cafe that is developed into it being primarily about the conversation, you know, and I Mm -hmm. said that in that video and it really has, I never expected that to happen. I never expected it to be what it is, but I think there it's definitely become that and there's way more room for it to grow into that. So Mm -hmm. in the future, that is something I would definitely love to see it, you know, move towards. Um, And I mentioned in that video, again, that's the one thing that upsets me when people make those comments, when they disregard it as simply like, oh, this is just a channel to get people to shave their head and that's it because it's so much more than that. No, it's more um, than that. And and again, I kind of didn't... I didn't really intend it necessarily. I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I, maybe I did actually. Um, but I'm really happy with how it, it's, it's gone. And I'm so like, I wish I had a way of expressing how grateful I am to the guys that come on the channel or that even the people that just watch like the videos or um, just comment like helpful, genuine, nice things, you know, like I appreciate this video or, you know, these videos help me or they'll, they'll answer other people like, nah, dude, you've got this. Like, it's, it's, it's fine. Like I'm, or I'm having the same thing. Like I'm so thankful to all of those people, but it's so frustrating as someone who's like, kind of, I guess, organizes it. Like, I mean, I've thought of all sorts of ideas. Like I want to be able to go and meet these people so I can just like, I don't know, buy them a beer, whatever. Like, I will do oh, it. I'm at definitely some point. buying you a beer after this, man. When yeah, the I definitely, over. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I am. Um, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. about the community. It's about the people in it. And it really is a good one. Um, I suppose I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll go into like how it all started. So sorry, I don't, I didn't mean to interrupt here, but I remember, um, cause I, I think this part's actually quite important. The, the previous conversation before ball cafe, I remember yeah. watching, I think the first, uh, I first came across you, I think, uh, back in the, the summer, um, because, well, maybe before that. And that was right around the time where, I was kind of like, ah, oh, maybe I'll shave my head. Because I had gotten to a point where I was shaving my head every every summer. Yeah. Um, just because I like I knew it was falling out, and I figured, hey, I'll slow it down by shaving it. But uh, I started watching your videos, and I can attest to the fact that, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I personally didn't need, I guess, the, um, some of what uh, uh, a lot of the guys that you open up the space need. Yeah. Um, that, emo- that emotional kind of like, that emotional support to open up and stuff. I think what I needed and what I got from your show is um, a sense of like a community. And yeah. that's, and that's, and that's, I think where I think is the most important part of your show um, yeah. is this sense of community, which in in turn, I guess, creates this space for guys that are going through some shit and yeah. not even, not even hair loss, just shit. All sorts. Yeah. All sorts <laughs> yeah, of shit. Day to day shit. And that's what yeah. you were talking about in your video, the let's talk video the other day. No, they're all sorts <laughs> of shit. You're hundred percent right. Because, um, but it's like, I always tie it back into the hair thing because it's something that so many men go through and, uh-huh. and you can use that experience and how to kind of deal with that to kind of think about how you can deal with other things. And that's such a that big thing that guys do experience and do get from going through the whole thing of like losing your hair and stuff but um yeah we'll, we'll we'll come back to that perhaps so i was out in china right doing my teaching working yeah, yeah. hard in that and um but i wanted more i knew that wasn't going to be a, a full-time career i i was i enjoyed the teaching i enjoyed the fun aspect of it but i wasn't a really like diehard passionate teacher you know that wasn't my my real passion mm-hmm. and um and so I was like, right, I need, I need more. And I had a lot of free time despite 
studying and teaching i still managed to i say a lot had a lot of free time like it wasn't Mm. loads but i'm the sort of person that always fills my time you know like Mm -hmm. if i've got some time i'll fill it um and so i started getting into the self-help genres right Mm -hmm. yeah audiobooks stuff like that and you know that's kind of a wave that has been that a lot of people have been on in the last sort of five years isn't it but i was like I don't want to go back to England and get a crappy job. That's why I left, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't want to be a teacher forever. So what am I going to do? And um, I was reading all these sorts of books like um, the Billion Dollar App, um, Crush It, you know, Gary Vee. I started watching a lot of Gary Vee videos um, and all people in that sort of area. Anyway, so I had, dude, I went through so many ideas. Like I would just be ideas on ideas for like a clothing brand um this is quite interesting i don't think i've talked about this much um random dude random stuff like i'm gonna build a clothing brand called like build a door based on the phrase if the opportunity doesn't knock build a door you know those sorts of things (laughs) yeah yeah. and i would do that for two weeks and i'd buy the domain name and i'd get a shirt like made up like i literally took a shirt to someone in china and i was like can you make me this and they were like yeah all right made it for (laughs) me and i was like i don't like this idea anymore and that happened so many times. I'm trying to think of some of the other ideas I came up with, dude. It was so many, like a coffee brand, like anything. I was just like two or three weeks, I would do it and I would be like, and it's so interesting. Every time I was like, this is the idea. I was like, this is it. I love this. This is going to make me a lot of money. I'm not going to have to go back and get me a rubbish job and it's going to be mega. I did it for three weeks. But one thing, I kept reading the books. I kept listening to the podcast and stuff like that. And every time... I'd be doing working on one thing and then I'd be still be listening to other things and I'd get a new idea and I'd be like, mm-hmm. no, I think this idea is better and I'd move on to that. Yeah, and yeah. I think music artists do this because I saw someone post about it today. They're like halfway through a song and they get a new idea for a new song and then they move on to that and they never finish a song because they've always got half finished songs. Yeah, and yeah. I was like that with these like different business ideas. Anyway, eventually one I stuck with, I was like, right, I'm going to build an app. I couldn't code. I was like, I'm going to learn to code. So I went yeah, on yeah. that Udemy website, learning how to code iOS, um, Swift, right? The, I think the language is Swift. And I did it for about six months. But I slowly, like, that is the longest I'd gone on it. I got more and more bored. And I thought, right, well, I'm going to build an app. It was like, I was going to actually build like a teaching app. It was going to be like people, hey, if someone wants to do this, here's, a, here's what I thought was a good idea. It's like, <laughs> People, um, because in China, live streaming apps are massive and you mm-hmm. tip tip these people for doing whatever, singing or, you know, all sorts of stuff. Live streaming yeah, yeah. is big, big, really big there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously you've got Twitch, but I still feel like Twitch is quite niche, right? Or niche. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and so it was going to be people teaching anything they want, whether it was guitar, whatever. They would just go on there, practice, teach, and people could tip. And, and they would like follow people so they could learn along with them. Because I really liked that element of YouTube where like, oh, I want to learn how to play the ukulele. I'll YouTube how to play the ukulele. And there's someone literally can tell me there in like, I don't know, 50 videos and boom, I can do it. I love that about YouTube. So, um, But they don't have YouTube in China too. No, so they don't. They don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they have these like live streaming things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So... I um I was going to build build this app anyway. I was going to build this app. And I thought I need an audience to market my new app to. I hadn't built the app yet, but I was just already thinking ahead. Yeah, yeah. And so I started another YouTube channel that was reviewing apps. So I would look at other apps and I'd be like, yeah, I like this about it. I don't like this about it. Um, and, you know, just give it a rating or something. 
And, you know, it didn't really take off. It was like, you know, 50, 60 views a video. Um, but I stumbled on this app that was like, you could Photoshop yourself as a, as a man, you know, you would, what you are, you know, you, I take a picture of myself, I'm using it, I'm a man, right? So I take a picture of myself, but I think, oh, maybe my, my stomach's not looking so good. So in the app, you could like, you know, airbrush some abs on or make your beard look really thick or give yourself some hair. And, and I was like, what is this app? Like, Mm -hmm. is this for real? You know, and the ad for it was just like, oh, if if you hate yourself, like, don't worry, you can just Photoshop yourself and everything's fine. And that really rubbed me up the wrong way. I was like, nah, I hate this. Like, what is this? Why are we saying to people that this is how it should be? Was this going on? This was during the hair phase. I I was bold. I was bold at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was bold at this point. Obviously, during that that like transition into shaving my head and stuff, that was a struggle. There was a few other people on YouTube that I kind of gravitated towards who were like other bold guys. And I was like, hey, they're rocking it. Like maybe I should as well. Um, I suppose that's a separate story of like how I came to embrace the whole thing. But I'll keep going with the bold cafe stuff yeah, for yeah, a minute, sure. right? And um, someone, an old university friend commented right this is kind of funny yeah but they commented some girl i knew at university she was like oh when are you going to review the app that can give you your hair back and um and it was yeah and it was during the time it was during the time that i i was looking at this app which kind of did that thing you could put yourself some hair on there i was commenting back i was like ha ha and i was like you know what i i've never really i was kind of found myself ex- like writing out a big comment explaining to this girl about like the whole like embracing it and the the path i'd been on for the last i don't know six to eight months and i was like hey rather than just reply to this one person i'm just going to record a video about it and talk about it so i it was i was reviewing the app but it actually went more on to like guys like look i'm bold and i've been through this whole thing like trying to like not be how you are and like hide that from people and hide that from yourself is not the way to go like i tried doing that with playing around my hair all the time you know being aware of where i was sitting how i was walking down the street avoiding eye contact and and it made me feel like shit every day Mm -hmm. i was like the one thing that made me feel good and made me move past that was just being like listen it is what it is let's just make peace with it let's move in a new direction it's going to be all right and I did, and it and it it was fan, it was a a revelation for me, you know. <laughs> and so I found myself talking about that, and I was like, you know what? Like, oh, that video got a few comments about the about the whole hair loss thing, right? And they're like, oh, thanks for talking about that. Like that really helped. And that video got a few more views than it than the other ones I'd done. And literally, yeah, because a couple of people had been like, oh, this really helped me out. I'm kind of going through the same thing at the moment. Like, I appreciate you talking about it. I was like, I think there's something here. Yeah. I was like, I think there's more more room for me to talk about this. So I started a new chart, a new YouTube channel, and I think at the time I called it like Bald Inc, like Incorporated, like Bald Dot Inc. That was how Bald Cafe started. In fact, it was under a different name, right? Yeah. And I did this the video of like this was my story, you know, and I talked all about my story in this video, and and it did well, and it did well, and it got a lot of positive feedback from other guys, 
And then someone asked me like, oh, so how did you actually like shave your head? So I did a video about, you know, how I shaved it and, and how you can shave it. I was like, I'm talking here about embrace it and shave your head. It probably makes sense that the second video is how to actually do it. Like if this is enough. And um, and I just, it just felt so different to anything I'd, I'd, I'd done in those previous years. I was mm-hmm. like, I could talk about this forever, you know? And um, Gary V actually says, he's like, if you can write like 50 topics about like what you're interested in of different like videos or I don't know podcasts that you talk about then then you've got something you know you've 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 got enough interest in that to really give it a go that's a good point yeah so I I wrote out my 50 videos and then I would get ideas for for other ones maybe off people's comments or things I was reading or looking at and 50 turned into like 75 and I had like this huge list of, of video ideas and Honestly, like to this day, that fire has never gone out. Like mm. I, I just it never it never gone out. Like it only grows stronger. I know it sounds kind of cringy, but yeah, yeah. like literally, I'd be doing one video and just I just get some idea. Like oh, I should really talk about that. Or you know, now luckily people send me things and they're like, what do you think about this? Or hey, can you speak on this more? Or just from my own experience, like oh, I haven't talked about this yet and. It just kept going and it was building and a lot of guys like really got a lot of value out of the videos and I felt good being able to provide that value. And then I thought, hey, like I can't just talk about me all the time. Like that gets boring and that's not what I, I'm i here like to do. Like there's only so many interesting things you can talk about my own. There's only so many times I can talk about my own journey, right? And so I thought, hey, let's, let's, um, I knew another guy in the city who was, who was also had lost his hair. And I said, I reached out to him. His name was Dan. I was like, Dan, like, can I ask you a few questions about how you came to like embrace it and your like when it started falling out and stuff? He was like, yeah, like, come over, let's do it. So I, I bought, uh, I went out and bought a camera and I bought a microphone. This camera here, actually, this uh, 80D. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, did the podcast and it was, I just really enjoyed it. It was so much fun and I enjoyed speaking to him. And he was like, after he was like, oh, thanks for that. He was like, I've never really talked about it. And mm. I kind of enjoyed just kind of getting those things off my chest. And other people enjoyed it. And dude, it just grew like that. It just grew and grew. And um, the channel really took a turn when Adam, Adam got in touch with me, a, a guy who was the first guy to be like, love your videos, love the, the conversations. I think I'm going to go for it. And I'd love to share my story on your channel. Yeah. And I was just like, awesome let's do it and and interesting a couple of other people had um had asked me like oh can i do that can i can i share my story and they'd kind of like backed out last minute they're like oh i'm not sure actually i'm not sure but adam he came through and he really paved the way he opened the door for other guys to do the same and which guy was this what what gentleman because i've seen quite a yeah so adam is the first i think his video is titled Balding young or balding in my twenties. It's literally the first video of the guy shaving his head. I you'd have to go onto the playlist, I'm afraid, and like go to the top one. I think he's in Cali- yeah, California, I think he's from. A real, real handsome dude. Like his hair was really going on top. Um again, I think he was in his twenties, maybe similar sort of age at the time. Okay. And uh oh, dude, just such a great guy. Like that's one thing as well. I'd like to say I was I was relatively social, but every time I like jumped on like we are now. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed it so much, just like oh, I don't know, vibing with someone. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I met, I was meeting these people and chatting to them, and they were all just like so cool and like mm-hmm. interesting, and and had like was doing, you know, I remember Ricky and oh, dude, like, the guy called Ricky. I think he was like number five, like a slightly older guy, and 
I don't know. He was. We talk about all sorts. Like he was like, I've got my own business, and my my son's just joined the Marine Corps, and you know, we'd like kind of talk about more stuff. And I was really like, it was great to be able to meet people yeah. like that, and and yeah. those videos where you know I talked to them and they would describe their current situation of like, dude, like. I mean, let's, if we keep going with Ricky, he would be like, he carried like a bag around with him everywhere with like hair fibers in it. And he was like, I I wake up in the morning, my hat is by my bedside table, it goes on and I'd never take it off, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, when you the national anthem comes on, you've got to take your hat off and it's horrible, you know, because someone's going like, to, oh, oh, dude, I didn't realize you were losing your hair and yeah. all those things. And and I, I just always remember it. He went away and he messaged me. He was like, dude, that like, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to just talk about it and get it out there. I'm going to do it right now. And he went off and he got the clippers and he, and he buzzed it off and he shit. his wife helped him film it. And he was like, usually I'll wait like a couple of weeks or three weeks to get back in touch with these people and be like, how's it been going? Uh, you know, give him a time to like get out there, adjust, live it, as I say. Yeah, yeah. But he, Ricky was like, "No, I need to talk to you. Like, I need to." And you know, it was just so good just to see him. There. I think it was like it was probably like three a.m., four a.m. Mm. in China, and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it. It's all good." And it was just <laughs> great. And and that like energy and stuff has never ever left me. You know, it was just so awesome um and again go back to just wish i could thank those guys uh properly and it, it's difficult because it gets hard to like keep in touch with them all i mean it's unrealistic you know mm-hmm, when it gets mm-hmm. up to the the numbers that it is now but every now and again you know we exchange messages and things which is it's great but yeah it was just oh dude it was so good and and i've just been so motivated that's become like i've got a bookshelf just like behind me there and i see my that collection of that like genre of video as like a bookshelf of guys that <clears throat> my goal is to get to 100 so we're just over halfway there of you know from all over the world all all different types of guys different experiences different journeys with it yeah for, so that for someone who is kind of just getting into this hair loss thing they've just discovered it or they're on their journey for a few years they don't know what to do they're stuck they got no they don't feel like they have anyone to talk to they can come to the channel and browse you know that that library that playlist and find someone that they can you know they have a really good chance of finding a guy that they can really relate to on 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 lots of different levels and maybe that's the story that finally like helps them move past it and and put it behind them once and for all you know um so i love making those videos especially but all sorts really all sorts you know it's um honestly it's been fantastic and i the reason why I speak about, um, I mentioned before about the other things never being, it just wasn't the same. But for some reason, this was just, I just always had so much energy for it. I yeah. think it's a good point. Nothing in my life ever, ever before would I have been so enthusiastic to set my alarm for like 3 a.m., wake yeah. up in the middle of the night, knowing I've got university the next day at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But it was never an issue. I never thought, oh, I don't really want to do this. Like, not once, you know? Yeah. Um, sometimes it's in a, like you know it's a bit rushed to fit everything in because I like I said I'm not very I like to try and do too much. Um, but after these conversations, every time I'm just like, oh, I'm so glad I had that chat. Like that was so good. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I don't. It's hard for me to describe. To be honest, it's just nice. Like it really restored my faith in humanity. You know, I was like, there's yeah, so yeah. many good people out there. Yeah, yeah. No, I have that. I have that exact same feeling. In fact, like um, so my show, um, I. I originally it started as just we talk about a film every other week or every week or whatever. And I was working my tail off and I wasn't yeah. getting anywhere, really. Um, I wanted to I 
I was a fan of like public radio when I was a kid and, but I really liked film, but I, and I was like, so I studied film in school and I studied, you know, English and all that jazz. And I was kind of like, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I'll become a filmmaker and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll try out this radio thing. Cause there was like somebody back where I, where I'm from, um, on public radio. And I was like super into him as a kid and I grew up listening to him and I was like, maybe I'll try that. And, and I knew for like six years, I was like, oh, I'll start a podcast. And then, you know, I finally, like I got to a point where it became a lot easier and more accessible to do. Mm. And then, uh, and then one day I was just like, I actually, I had an assignment or three assignments due like the next day. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to make a website. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, and that kind of just snowballed into me talking with friends about film. And cause I had always been talking to them about film and I'd occasionally like we do all this stuff. And then, and then I started to realize like, uh, I think cause I, I, the show's been going for about, I don't mean to get into me. I think it's just, we're chatting, we're yeah, vibing. Dude, yeah, yeah, we're absolutely. Vibing. Yeah. Keep going, um, dude. But uh, I, I got to this point where, because I've been doing it since, I've been recording since August 2017, but then we yeah. didn't really release until October 2017. And I think I just, I, we did it for like a whole year almost where I'd release every single week on top of like going to school full time and having a job. Like I had like, I was, I'm a lot like you where I need to have things all the time, you know? Yeah. Now, really quickly, I just want to touch on a point. Like if anyone's listening and, and uh, thinking about the, like the creative side of things you know maybe they've got a touch of that in them as well they yeah, yeah they know they want to start something or they've got an idea for something or they think they want to do something i taught when i first when we first started chatting i said your 20s to 30s like it's okay try things go exactly for them. exactly i i want to touch really quickly on the, the joining the army thing right because yeah, yeah. and 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 all of those failed i call them failed um businesses or business ideas that i i really went gung-ho on for like a few months and then failed like i think i'd I'd done like two or three other youtube channels as well like Mm -hmm. and i was like this is what i should do and then i realized maybe a few months in like actually it's not and that's okay that's Mm -hmm. completely okay i thought i wanted to join the army and i was going to go to afghanistan and that was going to be but in the back of my head i was always like is that what you really want like Mm -hmm. is that really what you want to do and I was like, no, I've told people I'm going to do that. Like, that is what I want to do. But it, what deep, if I'm being completely honest, it wasn't. You know, that yeah, wasn't yeah. what, and that's okay. But I tried it. I tried mm-hmm. it. It didn't work out, you know, for whatever reasons, whether, whether you believe in, I don't know, um, what's that phrase I'm kind of trying to work off? You know, religious, whether you're religious or whether you believe in fate and those things. Um, what, you will, what you will find, though, when you get to, like, for example, where I'm at now, if I look back, each thing led to the other thing to get mm-hmm. me to the point where I really f- I feel like now I am I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it, that took me a long time to figure that out. Oh yeah, but but all of those things that I was working on and I thought this is it, this is the this is the thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't turn out to be the thing, and that's mm-hmm. totally fine because you, what you will find is something you'd learn along doing that will lead you on to the next thing, which will eventually you'll get that fire onto the the thing that you should be doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, if there's, a, you know, looking back on Bowl Cafe and stuff, there's, I really think that that is, is true. I don't know why. I don't, you know, I'm not religious myself, but I just think that... Well, everything happens for a reason. Everything, yeah. Those things, it really feels like those things happen for a reason and led me to this point. Uh, mm. Even, even my hair falling out at one point... That was the worst thing that was happening to me. You know, it was ruining my life. I was like, why me? I was like, this is like, I just, 
horrible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And honestly, like I know not everyone's going to start a YouTube channel and do this stuff like just from going bold, but for me it was the it was been one of the best things that has ever happened to me because without that i mm-hmm. wouldn't be doing doing this stuff and i wouldn't have had that connection with other people and things like that you know so well you have the ability to explore it too i think a lot more than i than i'd say um you know some other people because you again like you didn't grow up with that you know that history yeah. of talking about shit mm-hmm. right and so yeah. and so for you just as is just as as new as it is for yourself it's new for other people that you're connecting with yeah. right and so you're going on a journey with everybody together i guess is yeah. what i was yeah. kind of what i w- i guess what i was trying to relate kind of what what you were saying i th- in relation to kind of everything happens for a reason but it it was similar to me where i was just kind of like i had this show i knew i wanted to kind of do some sort of creative thing i did the show for like a year and a half or two years, and I was kind of like, this is a lot. Like, I feel like there's a lot of work being put into this, but I, I'm not having fun anymore. So then I stopped doing it kind of around the pandemic started. Yeah. And then I, and then I, and then I was on another friend's podcast back home. And, uh, and, and then I was like, oh, this is, I like this. I like the way he's doing this. It's just having conversations with people. And, uh, and it doesn't, it's just people he's interested in. Yeah. And then, and then I was like, oh, I, I think I could do that. Like, I'm good at public speaking. Like, I feel like I can hold a conversation with people. I was like, how can I take the show that I have now and interview people and still maintain like a level a level of freedom to talk about the things that I like to talk about? So yeah. it's I in a in a way like from what I'm gathering, Bald Cafe is very similar to that in the sense that like you know it, though it is about you know guys going bald on like a minute detail in the end it's it's about life you know what i mean yeah. it's about talking about the journey of you know men's health and shit for i mean i'm not trying to take words out of your your mouth but no, i dude, think that's it, that's what it, it is i feel like yeah definitely it's definitely grown into that you know it, it's grown into dude loads of things i mean it's like well that's what let's talk was about your 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 video that you put out you that's know, what let's day. talk was about yeah, yeah and really interestingly a guy i had on the youtube channel um ben his name was quite recently a young guy who really like really opened up Uh, again i'm so thankful to him for just keeping it real and um he's he's been inspired to like start his you know his own uh, podcast about that about opening up about talking about different areas of mental health and stuff and it's just yeah just things like that that have grown out of it are are just fantastic but i never one thing i definitely this is def- the Pope Bowl Cafe thing has definitely been a learning experience for me, like reflecting on my journey. And every now and again, for example, you know, I, I read certain things around the topic of, um, I don't know, self-esteem and things like that, because yeah, yeah. I never even even reflecting on myself, I never realized that that was such a big part of dealing with losing your hair, you know, mm-hmm. all these different emotions and why, like you said, social anxiety and things. So, you know, I'll read about it and I now think about my own experience. Like I learned not long ago, this thing called safety behaviors, right? Where people who are dealing with that anxiety and stuff and whether it's with their looks and whatnot, they have these safety behaviors like wearing the hat or for me it was more like physically what i was doing how i was carrying myself where i was sitting you know um and i've learned things like that along the way that i can talk about in videos but also think like oh yeah i i i did that like that's what that was for me so it's been a good experience for myself that's definitely 100% been a part of it but then allowing other guys to, to kind of to kind of do the same you know um and, and and learn those things through their own story. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice here a bit, but 
Yeah, yeah. Now, is is Bald Cafe? Is it your full time job currently, or no? It's not. No, I work. I still work full time. Mm-hmm. Um, I work loads of times. So we, me and my wife, we moved back here to England. When was that? Now we've been here about a year and a half, right? Mm-hmm. I um, so we were in China. I was kind of fed up with the teaching. I needed a break from that, and. I knew that I wanted to pursue Bold Cafe full time, but I really struggled to see how I was going to be able to do that in China. Like it wasn't really making any any sort of money, like a bit of AdSense, but, you know, nothing enough for a one weekly shop or something, you know, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing to live off. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I got this product here, right? This, this bold head butter, which is what I was using like post shave. Mm. And I was like, dude, this is so good. <laughs> I was like, I think other people would appreciate this. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to move back to the UK and uh, and I'm going to bring this out and I'm going to bring this out and maybe this will go somewhere to funding my time so that I can be full-time on Bowl Cafe. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's that's what it's always been about. Like I enjoy it so much. I always wanted to go full-time with it, but that takes obviously time and you still need to live. So it was it was a difficult trying to figure that out i was like i want to be always doing for example i've I've got this week off work right i had this time off and you know i've been out i've been filming i've been editing got you know we're doing this chat now yeah it's great and it's great and and there's nothing i want more than to be able to do that full time but (laughs) i don't like having the the financial pressure on bold cafe so i don't Mm. want it to just be like i need this to work otherwise i can't do it and i'm gonna have to get a job again so that is something that, again something i was really putting a lot of pressure on myself so again i don't have much i don't really have any free time because i'm working full time um i work in agriculture by the way i'm not sure if that was going to be a question but yeah no it was um, <laughs> i and interesting you probably heard me talking that let's talk video right I, again i don't know how deep you want me to go into this but because my, we obviously <laughs> needed my my wife needed a visa to to be able to stay here and, mm-hmm. and work here of course and I just thought, right, we'll go back to the UK. I want to try to release that product. So I needed a place to, you know, make it and all the legal side of it and stuff like that. There's so much that goes into it. And um, by the way, I, I that's fantastic. That's been put on hold because of COVID, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and I didn't make enough to for it to be able to fund Bold Cafe, but it was a, I'm so glad I did it. Uh, anyway, so we needed a job. I, I actually got a job as a, as a, head of content for a, a startup company like mm-hmm. on youtube yeah yeah and it was working from home and, and it was really good money it was actually more money than i i was making out in china so i thought this is so good and i was in those two minds i was like listen harry i was like you've come back to go full-time with bold cafe but when you've been searching for jobs you've now taken a job that requires a lot of mental effort a lot of time yeah yeah not the sort of job you can just leave at the at the at the door and and go home and relax you know yeah yeah and do my own thing so i was really i fell for the trap of the high salary but i didn't come back to england to do that yeah. you know so that was a mistake that was definitely a mistake and um i actually lost that job the company i don't think they're even they don't exist anymore but um they got rid of me after a couple of months i don't i don't think they had enough money to 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 fund me because i i had a ridiculously high salary and they weren't making any money so it was like i said it was a startup company and um it was it was really touch and go for a while dude like i was like i need 
that to get the visa you have to have a earn a certain amount so you i couldn't have just gone down to mcdonald's where i used to work when i was like 15 and and do that you know you have to have like a, a enough money to support both of you and, and all that legality side of it mm-hmm. and um yeah so any luckily i found this job before we got married um and it's worked out really well because I can I can work in the morning there. It's really early starts. It's like five o'clock to two o'clock. Yeah, you sent then, me an email this morning. Like, God, it was early, and I was like, stupidly I was like, early, Jesus right? Jesus Christ, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm really I'm I'm just used to it now. I've been doing it for the last year, so I mm. still wake up like crazy early. Um, yeah, like five or well, no, earlier, like half four. I go to but, bed um, at like uh, I go to bed at like around two thirty-three. See, I used to be on that wave. <laughs> I used to be, I used to be on that wave as well. Well, that's but... where all my that's when I send out all my emails. Is like right. when it's quiet in the house, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I go through all the people that I want to talk to, people like you. I'm like, oh, you know, I'd be cool to have him on the show, or it'd be cool to have her on the show. Yeah, and everybody, you know, everybody's all around the world. The people that I want to talk to, so it's just like you know, it makes sense for me to be makes up that sense. late. Yeah. <laughs> so. oh, wait, to be fair, when I was in china that was that was my time time scale i was i was always up late but um, i actually prefer it here because now um now i'm on the later end so anytime i want to do interviews with people you know obviously this is different because we live in the same country but yeah a lot of the time like if most of the people i want to connect with are back in the united states or something like that i was always behind so i would always have to wake up early versus them yeah you know and now it's like now it's like i I can eat dinner and then i can come and have a conversation yeah it's cool no it's good um so yeah anyway i ended up getting that job i think that's what i was talking about right yeah yeah and then um and just been going with bowl cafe like um something cool happened a few months ago so i, I managed to get a, a sponsor for the for the youtube channel yeah leaf um, razor Le- leaf 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 shave the company leaf shave yeah and I, I was so happy about that the the guy who founded the company one of the guys again kind of like you he'd he'd seen the videos he'd embraced the whole the whole bald head thing and the company was already already around but he i was like you know we were on each other's radars and um i myself had been searching for like these best products and and i was like you know what this they've got something here because like i said in the other video the um and i don't want this to be a plug but it kind of explains it well go ahead man (laughs) and so i used their their razor for like a good a good five or six months because something i've never done with the channel is plug something for cash that I thought was shit. I yeah. knew that my um, credibility, is that the right word? Yeah, my credibility w- has always been really important to me. And mm-hmm. I've turned down so many offers to just promote something for like a quick, I don't know, 500 quid or something. Yeah. And um, I knew that I wanted to do this long term. So I, I never did that to the point, the first sponsored video I did with Mantle, like a, a skincare company. Even then I said, you know, and and they offered me a, like a, a you know a considerable amount of money but i said no i said you're going to have to send it to me and and let me actually use it before i say yes to, to mm-hmm. doing anything like yeah, if yeah. i think it's naff like i'm just not going to do it mm-hmm. um so i'm glad i always had that kind of self awareness and um anyway yeah i reached out to leaf i was like listen you guys have, have really like created something awesome here um i would love to to help you and and the thing that i liked about leaf shave is is more than anything they just love the whole what the channel does like you said in terms of like opening up conversation the mental mm-hmm. health side of things like they're so on board with that mm-hmm. and um and they're so on board with just like helping the guys out that come on the channel and that it's just uh it's just great so that was perfect that was a perfect um kind of like partnership yeah, and yeah. i re- i really hope that um we can do that for for long term because mm-hmm. All I've ever wanted, really, 
is having those those things in place to afford me the time to dedicate to conversations like this or conversations mm-hmm. with the guys that get in touch with me, even conversations that don't go out on the internet. You know, I yeah. just think that's important for me to do when I can take the time to just have conversations with the people. And um, it's one of the most annoying things is I can't respond to everyone now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think even you reached out to me before. Maybe you sent me a, an Instagram message or something. Oh, and- I, yeah, I, because I, I didn't know how to. I think yeah. I, I had reached you on Instagram. I'd sent yeah. you shit. I, I don't know. There's a bunch of different stuff. And then yeah. I remember you liked it. And I was like, well, he sees it, but he hasn't reached out to me. And I was like, oh, he must be busy. And then I yeah. like, I think forever it just took me to a second to go, oh, he's got his email on an Instagram page. So I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um something I in fact it was that Gary V book, right? Crushing mm. it. It was like look, when you when you're doing this, you need to don't just be doing it so that people, I don't know, comment on your stuff, like do it for a reason and I for the longest time I I always responded to everyone that kind of got in touch with me, you know, and that and I just tr- I just always tried to maintain that and it got to a point where I, I just couldn't I just couldn't any longer I couldn't maintain the the content with you know responding to everyone it was just un, un, undoable it just wasn't doable yeah so that that's one of the the worst things about it now because I hate the fact I can't you know people are reaching out to me or they want to thank me and things like that or whatever even just be like appreciate your videos and um I just want to be able to hit them back and just be like you know, thanks for your message. Wish you all the best. Anything like that. Um, and I just want to be afforded the time to do that. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. really important to me. So I just hope going forward that um, we can have things like the, the sponsorships and stuff that can. So do you. So I guess that my next question would be like, so you I I, I mean, with my like, I guess because I'm relating one show to the next uh, from my yeah. show to yours. Like I I've always kind of seen it as like. uh no one really gives two shits about who I am. And so you got to treat it as such. And until such time, you kind of have to accept the fact that you're doing it as a supplementary thing to the things that you have to do on a daily basis, you know, like to make the money. But do you see, um, because I'm at a point now where I could see my show um, working and being, you know, working with other creators and things like that, where it could take off where I could, you know, start, you know, paying for groceries and shit. Right. And yeah. Um, and that's really exciting. But do you, for, there is a time where I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to stress on it because I don't want my, I don't want the pressure like you were yeah. saying. Yeah. So do you, do you think that you won't um, kind of grow tired of potentially taking on that excess role of being there for everyone as you want, you know, yeah. because there will become a time where if you become big enough, you know, you won't you won't be able to do that regardless of whether or not it's your full time job. Be back in the same position, no, yeah. dude, you're one hundred percent right. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for the fact that I haven't I haven't done it yet because I'm thinking, you know, into the future, like you know, if we move back to to China and things like that, I've got to think about those things. And to be honest, I think um, for a long time I probably will. There's something to be said. There is a nice element of not relying on the passionate side of what you do mm-hmm. to to pay the bills yeah because then it becomes a chore there's definitely something to be said for that so that's what it was like for me yeah, yeah. i haven't honestly i haven't figured that out yet mm-hmm. i don't know how that would go that's what i think i want now but mm-hmm. maybe if i actually had that it's it wouldn't work for me i i mean i mm-hmm. i'm i know that like i said i like to be busy so for me to say oh if i was only doing this that means i'd have like eight hours 
more in a day. Would I get more done in that time? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe I'd be like, oh, it's cool. I can just do it later, you know, and because I've got time, I'll do it later. And I wouldn't yeah. actually be getting more done. I would just be doing the same amount and wasting the other time. So rather than wasting that time, maybe I could be doing a different job, one that I kind of enjoy. So honestly, dude, I don't know how that's going to go in the future. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to explore those those kind of avenues. But one thing I do know is I'm so glad to have the... To her, I'm so glad to have waited, and I think that is something that I will say again. If there's creative people listening, or you want to do a YouTube channel, or even maybe yeah, like yeah. you, like I waited so long to find someone that I, a company and people that I genuinely were like, I w- I can feel so comfortable and happy to suggest to people, hey, if you're looking for a new razor or you want to try something different, this company, this product is 100% legit. Like I, I back it a hundred percent because like I said, I could have pushed so many other things yeah. um, that I was like, mm, it's okay, but mm-hmm. I don't really use it or I probably wouldn't use that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I never did that. And and I think that it's, is, it's is, called in the, in the, in the terms now they call that grifting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they like selling out as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. Like selling out, you know, you don't want to sell out. And, and so I, I definitely waited for the for the right people to kind of connect with on that, and I, and mm-hmm. I really appreciate those guys. They're they're doing fantastic stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I mean, you've got me. I mean, I haven't bought any, but uh, it's speaking in the same generality of you know products and men's health and stuff. It's really kind of come into fruition in the last couple of years, and I think it's in part because of you know movements like your channel where we're talking about this kind of stuff, where we're taking yeah. care of yourself. Like, um, you know, if I ever get the chance to talk about it on your show, but. Uh, and for me, I after I kind of start realizing that I, you know, I was going bald, I was like, I put all the time into maintaining my beard. So Your all beard, the yeah, yeah. so all the time that went into my head now went to my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. and having those products and having those things to take care of myself is emotionally just as gratifying i get i get yeah i get just but and the same thing though i get just as frustrated about my beard and the way it looks on a day-to-day as i did about my hair you know what i mean so i don't know man that i I feel that i feel that so so like during the pandemic um it's been a crazy year for everybody um i guess you know talking about you know we talked about you know mental health and we've talked about our insecurities and things like that you know how have you been able to i guess in a way um maintain that that healthy lifestyle that living you know i mentioned it i I keep i'll 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 plug it in the show notes this uh this let's talk video that you you, we keep mentioning Mm -hmm. but um you know how have you been able to maintain your mental health through through this year and this past you know it's a big it's a big commitment especially bringing I'm assuming your partner had never been to the UK before until No no um, yeah. we'd visited on holiday but honestly man like um to 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 keep it real like it's been tough it's not been yeah. easy at all yeah. it's been probably the hardest year year you know 2020 for, I know for a lot of people but yeah hardest year because um we were newly married you know newly married we were um I need. I was scrambling to to find work. Yeah. Um, not necessarily a job that I was, you know, passionate about or anything like that. That was a struggle for me. I was like, um, you know, no disrespect. I don't know if those these those guys are gonna listen to this. They they they're actually great guys, but I was like, you know, none of them have been to university or anything like that. And I'm like, I'm thirty grand in the hole. Um, and I've ended up in the same sort of space, you know. And not that that was like my main focus necessarily, but. Do you mean you in relation that, to the guys at the startup? 
that you're talking no, about? No, no. Sorry, to the guys that I work with now, you know, oh, they okay. were just kind of, so we're on like, I've gone into this place, like bottom of the rung, a job I could have realistically got straight from school, you yeah, know? Yeah. Not that that's what I'm about, but I think there's just some sort of weird programming that you get. Like, I've been to university, so I should be doing something way more, but really that's not what i want to do so why am i beating myself up about that you know like this is just i just need something to to make money to live right mm-hmm. um that kind of supplements me being able to do my thing like this that i the passionate thing right yeah yeah um so it has been very difficult very mm-hmm. difficult i i i keep busy i keep busy you know um I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if that's like, oh, I just don't want to worry about that. So well, I, I just was, need to keep busy. But I, was gonna, I do do that. I was going to ask too, because I, cause I, I did kind of, um, I did a lot of what you were talking about. We're keeping busy to a point where it was like, um, I don't know what it was. It was like, I didn't realize I had had a lot of trauma. And, yeah. I, and I'm not saying this is what you had, but I had realized I had a lot of trauma to like, go through with you know my parents separation an abusive relationship and all this crazy shit you know and yeah and and i was working basically to not do anything i made a film (laughs) like i did all this crazy shit you know and then one day i said well fuck like am i do i need this should i calm down should i relax Mm -hmm. you have to find that healthy medium you do you you do yeah um one thing I can definitely say that that helped me, no questions asked, is to like detach from um, YouTube and uh, Instagram and things like that. So obviously, I'm always on those things because that's kind of what I do, right? But yeah, yeah. there are times when I finished editing or something and I'll open up YouTube and I don't even want to watch something. I'm I'm actually refreshing the page to find <laughs> to find something that I yeah, want to yeah. watch. I'm like, nah, that's boring. I'm not interested in that, you know. And um, those are times I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you're you're just tr- wasting. You're just killing time here, or like distracting myself. And I feel that. I feel that. When I kind of put those things down, and not, no joke, just like doing nothing, like mm-hmm. going out in the garden or. You, you know those the whole thing that on the channel where like I get a coffee and I go out into the woods and I start talking to the camera yeah, like yeah. I will those are like my fa- those have been my favorite times during this whole th- this whole year because I'm not worrying about anything like I'm it, it, before I like turn the camera on and that I'll just mm. sit there sometimes I'll just sit there early as hell in the morning with my coffee mm-hmm. and just be like just kind of embrace the calmness of the like world outside of you know i don't want to see social media but do you know what yeah. i mean like the the internet and and like uh work be present. And money and worrying be about that be present yeah, yeah be present um that has helped me massively just getting out there and um for example i found myself i would be i'd go to walk my dogs and i'd take my phone with me and I'd be walking the dogs, but looking at my phone at the same time, like scrolling through God knows what mm-hmm. and, and looking at all sorts. And I'd be like, I'd, I've just walked like a good two, three minutes and not paid any attention to where I am, what I'm doing. I've just been heading my phone and I'm not, I don't want to come across like preachy, you know, because yeah. I'm not saying, oh, I never look, I never do that anymore because I do it. Yeah, yeah. But the, I noticed the times i didn't do it or i left my phone at home because i needed to charge it or something that i really enjoyed that and that helped me kind of calm down a bit and relax and just just make me feel a bit better so be a bit more like um you know clear-minded and things like that and um 
definitely trying to be social i'm lucky because i get to have conversations like this quite a lot but yeah, yeah. like i said every time i kind of came off conversations like that i just kind of felt i felt good i yeah, felt yeah. good so that definitely helped um and um another big another thing for me is is exercise like i yeah. really try try to do that and and i actually really fell off it because obviously gyms closed yep. you know from from the age of like 15 up until when i came back this year dude i'd probably you're, gym, you're a gym bro aren't you uh, yeah i was a gym bro i was <laughs> yeah. a gym bro that was my hour hour yeah. and a half um i even i've done it a few times you know the whole music in world out like yeah, super yeah. but it's so true man that mm. was like i'd put my music in i knew what i had to do i had my program and all sorts of things like that and um and, and that was me i was there for like my hour hour and a half not thinking about anything just enjoying the gym session and that really really helped me so mm-hmm. i fell off that a bit bit this year when gyms closed and i i wasn't really motivated to do like working out at home um i've kind of figured it out now i've figured like different routines that i enjoy just i really simplified it just with yeah. press ups pull ups a bit of running um some bodyweight squats few sit ups really really simplified it and um, that has helped me out as well. Like I was trying to do all the complicated stuff, but at home and it's not the same. So I felt bad. I was like, oh no, this, I'm not, I'm not doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that helps that, that, that helps. I know everyone says that and everyone kind of, you know, ex- healthy body, healthy mind and all of those hey, things, man, but it, dude, it really, really helps. It's the truth. Like, uh, so there was a period. Um, so my, my fiance, she had to come here. Uh, we had to make the decision cause we were supposed to come here in July and obviously that was out the window. Mm. Um, and then we we're like, okay, we'll come in September, end of September. And we got engaged. And then, and then she came to the end of September and my visa, I had submitted it for new dates for my, my mobile, my ability work visa or whatever. And yeah. uh, it hadn't come back and it didn't come back for like 12 weeks. And she had to make the decision. It's like, I got to go. Cause I got to look for jobs because I got to get on in on this, you know, this hiring, this hiring, uh, routine because yeah yeah for um for the winner the winner rotation or whatever for the nhs or whatever jobs she wanted and so we had to make that decision and be separated for like two months and it was terrible and i had to live with my mom and i didn't own anything every all of my shit was either on a different because i i come from the west coast of canada so i'm i'm like uh i live on an island off of vancouver i don't know if you where vancouver is and shit but uh it's over there (laughs) yeah and um and so there's lots of wilderness and shit and the one thing i can say when i was going i was so depressed and the one thing i realized like i just went for a run i I lived my mom lived near a golf course and i just i did like an hour and a half almost two hours every other day just running in circles around this golf course And uh, I got really, I got fit again. I I recently just had a surgery on my leg, so I couldn't run for like years. So I got fat, and it was just kind of like, you know, and and that, and honestly, speaking of, you know, the bald thing, you know, that doesn't really concern me. But it's more the the health. It's like I want to look physically good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of a shorter guy, so I know that like I can be a bit stubby. So, but there was a time where I was like in my early twenties where I was like going at it. Like I was working out like all the yeah. time and doing all that jazz. If, and if you, if you just feel like you look a bit better, you know, even if you just, uh, just build momentum in those areas, like you said, especially with the running or you mm. just drop a couple of pounds, anything like that, any mm. little thing that you notice, you just feel a little, you just feel a little bit better and, mm. and it just goes so far. Like it just makes you you just feel so much better about yourself. You really yeah, yeah. do, you know? Um, 
and again that's you know ups and downs that's a journey for different people like i i'm on i'm off and you know i went for my first run today actually in in like four months saw that and it, saw and that. it sucked <laughs> it sucked i hated every minute of it to yeah, be yeah. honest like just because it was such a slog but after i pushed past the first like 20 minutes you know i just going really slow but I got through do you throw it. Any, was, do you throw anything in or no? I don't. I no. don't. That's that's something. I'd say, I honestly, I say no music. Because that's, that's brave. Like, yeah. <laughs> but that is when you start just like taking things in or like, even though it's kind of painful and you're just like, mm. oh, this sucks. This really, you're not distracting yourself. So mm. the music thing for me was a distraction again. Um, and I just focus on my breathing and not to get too like yogi on it and stuff, mm. but you know, breathing through my nose and oh dude anything like that if you can run or just even walk anything it's it's all just so helpful yeah yeah yeah. um so kind of wrapping up here yeah um what do you i mean we kind of touched on a little bit what's next for bald cafe like what's how do you see where does this going exactly for you no dude it's a good question (laughs) again like i i had someone ask me that where do you see yourself in five years you know where do you see bald cafe in five years and there's um I've still got a lot of like, you know, video ideas and things that I haven't touched on. Mm. Um, you know, not not hundreds, but they they come. I need to finish my library of, mm. of gentlemen that kind of want to come on and, and, and share their stories. So that's probably the next sort of year I'll be kind of concluding that. Um, I want to produce a documentary. So mm. that's something I really, really want to do. I want to do a documentary, um, which would kind of like, I would hope it would kind of follow like a few different guys who are kind of in on this journey, maybe from in different parts, you know, maybe a young guy who's just kind of found out his hair's, his hair's going, maybe an older guy who's like, you know, the hat wearer or something like that, you know, and we'll kind of interview those guys and then it will look at the different kind of options that are out there and, you know, travel to some different places in the world where hair loss is seen differently that's still ideas kind of in my head, but mm. I just think that would be awesome. And I think that would be a really great thing to have on the channel. Mm. Um, and just a great creative project for me. Um, also, I, I'm getting more and more into things like this here. I don't know if, if I, this is just audio that's or my, video, but that's cognitive behavioral therapy. That's what my, my, uh, my fiance is basically doing right now. Oh, is that what she does? Yeah, oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's, um, yeah. So this is obviously famous book by, uh, old beck there Mm. i've been reading a lot of things like that because and i said in that let's talk video we keep talking about that one so yeah talking to these guys right i want to be a better list a better listener Mm. be able to give like better advice so you know i'm not i'm not i've looked into like you know training as a therapist and things like that Mm -hmm. um and i don't really want to have to go back to university and, and and do things like that but I've looked into like life coaching and stuff like that. And the word life coaching sounds super cringe, but it doesn't mean what a lot of people think it means. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not here. Let me teach you how to be super successful. That's not what it's about. It's literally just coaching people through things that you've been through, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think in a way it's, that's almost what I do sometimes anyway, but I guess I just want to kind of do it a bit more, a bit more structured or, or if someone reaches out to me, and they say, hey, can we have a chat? You yeah. know, it happened just today. Someone's like, I watched the videos. Like, if you wouldn't mind just jumping on a Zoom call, I'd really like to talk it out. I just want to feel good knowing that I can come with some different, you know, different tools on my belt that can genuinely help that person other than just listening. Mm-hmm. And what I definitely don't want to do is give bad advice. So I'm I'm doing a lot of like reading and things like that in, in those areas in the hopes that 
I can branch off into maybe different areas or and just honestly, man, just give better advice. Just yeah, keep yeah. giving better advice. Um yeah, yeah. and 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 just keep keep doing the videos, maybe different I I really enjoyed that video where I just had the camera and I was just talking. Like those aren't gonna get six million views or a hundred thousand views, but it when I started the YouTube channel it wasn't about that and it yeah. still isn't. But sometimes you need reminding because it feels good when a video does well and a lot of people see it. That feels good. But I started because I said, if me sharing my story can help one person out there, mm-hmm. then it's worth it. And and I actually look for that on most of my videos. Like if someone said, if just one person is like, I really liked this or thanks for this video, then I'm like, sweet. I can, you know, I'll respond to a few comments as I can. And I've done my work there. I've done a good thing. I feel good about it, you know, and, um, and just keep going with that. Really. I've had loads of crazy ideas. I, one time yeah. I thought, I thought, I'd love to open like an, an a physical space where it's an actual cafe because it's like a virtual cafe where guys come to talk. But I was like, I'd I'd actually love to have a physical space, maybe even a little barbershop area where people could can come in for some really like exquisite high quality head shaves. But at the same time, someone can walk in there and get like and just chat, just talk it out, but in person. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like. Um, Things like that would be cool. That we I've even spoke about putting on events, you know, bold con. Someone dubbed it where <laughs> we have people in the crowd who maybe just want to hear these stories in person or hear things from different people. Maybe um, you know, guys who are more better versed. I mean, people like your fiance, right? Better mm. versed in things like CBT. Maybe give them some things. Well, when I help them when with. I told her about, I was like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm gonna have this guy, you know. He- we talks about mental health and he talks about, you know, he talks about, you know, going bald. And she was just like, Oh, that's a bit different. And I was just like, yeah, but I think it's a journey that I've gone through and I feel pretty, I feel pretty good about it. But I mean, and she was just like, and I, I saw her kind of like thinking about it and she's like, Oh, this sounds great. Like, <laughs> and I yeah. was like, you know, and I, cause I think like I, we've been kind of saying the whole time, like it's, it's a conversation we need to have it. Cause yeah. I don't think the space is really, I mean, it's been there. It's just, we haven't taken advantage of it. You know, this, yeah. Yeah. this journey is, you know, it's a part of everybody's now. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think one, th- this is a little bit of a sideline, but one thing I don't do, of course, because there's, there's definitely two sides to the whole, like how to deal with hair loss thing, you know, and I and I, and I never bash the, the area of, you know, take this to hold on to it. The fake stuff and, and the like, the snake oil, I do like I, I don't, you know, I, I, I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. But th- there are things that can genuinely help people to kind of hold on to it longer. And I just thought there's already enough stuff out there saying like you should take this, you should use this, like you need to hold on to your hair. I was like, mm. there's a huge void here of the side of like it's okay to just be you, you know. Mm. And when your hair's really thinning out, like one of the the best feeling and and probably best looking for yourself haircuts is just to kind of shave it off and rock that haircut, mm. you know. And um, it's cheaper. And I, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I need to do. There needs to be more, and, and that's kind of what I'm what I'm doing. Yeah, big things are happening, man, for Bowl Cafe. We sum it up with that. Yeah, big yeah. things, absolutely. Yeah. Well, hey, man, we're gonna keep in touch. So we'll. I, I can't wait to see where it goes. Um, Harry, it's been absolutely terrific to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on the Real Rant and uh, having a a real conversation with us. <laughs> we did. We had a real yeah. rant, a real conversation. Thank you. Yeah. We've we've gone on quite quite a while. So I oh hope man, people enjoy I don't it, have but... I don't have a lot of friends up here. So it's, I got the time. <laughs> Good, good, good. No, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, and thanks to all the people listening. I'll, I'll put all the show notes in. But where where can they find you on Instagram and yeah? All that so, jazz? 
Um, the handles uh, Bold Cafe, you know, yeah. literally Bold Cafe yeah. uh, on on YouTube and and on Instagram. Those are the main places. I do have a website, boldcafe.com, but mm-hmm. still kind of really working on that, getting some more written content out there. All right, Harry, thank you so much, and I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, this is a conversation I don't think um, I would ever expected to have on my show. <laughs> and um, I'm really happy that I was able to make it happen. Um, I just want to say my thanks to uh, Harry again, and thanks to him creating such a really cool community and such a great channel on YouTube that, that is doing a lot of good out there. And um, I can't wait to see what's next for him. I just want to remind everybody that I'm going to post all of Harry's uh, links to his channel, his YouTube channel, and his Instagram. I will also make a separate link for the episode, the one that we kept on mentioning in the discussion called Let's Talk, one of his most recent episodes. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and end the show here. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, this has been a real interview with Bald Cafe. And scene.